Welcome to season six of the podcast. I'm Hayden Lee, and for this season, we've been following, well, me and uh, Gloria, my motorcycle, around every country in mainland Europe. And today it is Thursday. That means it's time for another travel log. If you are in, hmm, let's see here. If you're in Chicago, Illinois, and you're in a taxi, in a cab, on your way to work, just listen to the show, just catching up, seeing what's going on, you know, and you're seeing UFC posters around because UFC's there this weekend. You're thinking, man, Hayden Lee always talks about UFC, maybe I should go. You should. <laughs> if you are in Munich, Germany, and you're biking, you're on your, on your bicycle, on your way back maybe from work, you just picked up, you know, some bread and stuff like that, and you're on your way back home thinking, man, I'm going to have a chilled night. <laughs> then I would invite you to join me. I am in, oh, where am I? I am in a place in Macedonia that I cannot pronounce. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's S-K-O-P-J-E. <laughs> I haven't got the first idea. I think the S is a, as an accent, so maybe it's, it's a sh. So it's like Skopje. I'm going to go with that. Is that right? Someone tell me if that's right. I'll be well surprised if it is. <laughs> so that's where I am. And the last time I talked to you was a fortnight ago. <laughs> I can only apologize. That's, this is what I do. You, you know, we've come to expect this. <laughs> but from now, <laughs> I think I'm sure I've said this before, but from now we're going to be much more current, much more up to date, weekly, not fortnightly. No one wants fortnightly. We're going to be weekly because what I thought, man, was, okay, so I've got this thing here. I've got this podcast and people like it for some reason. People like when I talk. Cool. Loving that. <laughs> and it's like, it's like a growing thing. And it's, I should, I should put my attention towards it. You know what I mean? I should, I should be putting more effort in, really. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I've got this thing. I should kind of use it, you know, not use it in a weird way to make money or whatever, but just to, you know what I mean? <laughs> Basically, long point just to say that I'm going to be doing some more recording and it's going to be good. So, yeah. So I am in that place. I'm not going to try it again. You've, you've had it once. I'm not going to try it again. Last time I talked to you, I was in another place I can't pronounce. I was in Rijeka, Rijeka, Rijeka. One of those three in Croatia. And man, from there, I went south. And I don't know how many of you, you people have gone down the, uh, the coastal road in Croatia, but man, it is... It's my favorite road I've been on on this entire journey, even surpassing that one where it was a 10 kilometer stretch of like just a straight road. And there was a guy almost high fived and we both would have died better than that. It's absolutely amazing. So it's like it's like 10 hours riding of on the on the one side, on the on the left hand side, you've got the mountains and it's just, you know, it's all mountainous and what have you, as mountains tend to be. On the right, you have the sea, the Adriatic. Oh man. And then all these roads, they just wind round all these mountains. And you're you're always you're you're always next to the sea and you're just winding around these mountains. It's so good, man. Like if you're if you're a motorcyclist or even if you want to take up motorcycling, then go there. Just go there. It's amazing. So I did that. <laughs> And then ended up in Dubrovnik, which for those that don't know, it is the place of King's Landing in Game of Thrones. And it's also, can't remember the name, but the uh, the casino kind of uh, place in The Last Jedi, was it? Yeah, I think it was. In The Last Jedi, that, oh, I almost had it then. No, I'm not going to remember it. 
No, no, no. <laughs> so it's the casino place where they meet that bloke, you know, from that film. And so, <laughs> and so it's there. So Dubrovnik is really nice. It's like, there were some people there and they said, well, what should we see in Dubrovnik? I was like, we'll go to the old town. And they were like, what else? I was like, we'll definitely go to the old town, you know? <laughs> I'm sure there's more there. I'm sure it's a lovely place, but it's all about the old town, man. It's like, well, if, if you've seen Game of Thrones, it's King's Landing. So just, it, you're in King's Landing and then there's these little spots. If you are there, or if you go there, there's these little kind of holes in the wall, these little doors that go through the, the back wall. And if you go through there, it's like... What's it like? It's kind of like you're on a beach, but it's not a beach. It's just all rocks and stuff. And there's people diving into the water and like, man, it's so good. It's so good. And so I was there actually. And this is part of the reason that uh, that last week's podcast was not there. <laughs> uh, it was my birthday, right? And I was, I woke up, I had like 15 minutes sleep and I woke up and I was already hungover. And so, you know, these things happen. And so I woke up and... What I have to do on my birthday, have to. What I have to do, what I have done uh, the past three or four years now is, however old I am, if I'm 27, 28, 29, this year I was 29, I have to do that many good deeds in a day, right? So it's like, it's really going to suck when I'm 80. I know, I know. I'm going to have to just, I don't know, learn to ride a bus and then just give a whole bus load of 80 people a lift and then consider the day done, you know? But uh, yeah, so I did 29 good deeds and it was pretty difficult inside the, uh, inside the old town because it's like, what do you help people with, you know? But then it's weird because your mind tunes to, to that kind of thought. So it's like, you know when ah okay you know when you like buy a new Toyota or something you you just bought an MR2 right you will see MR2s everywhere you just bought a BMW the only cars you will see is oh everyone else has got a BMW you know you will see that because your mind kind of tuned to it in a sense right and that this is the same reason that positive and negative uh, kind of thinking patterns work or well work is a strange word but if you if you wake up with a negative outlook then your mind will will like kind of look for these negative things. If I it, like, if you're looking out over, I don't know, a bunch of houses or something, and then you just think red, the color red, you're you can see all of the red things immediately. And this happens with negative thinking too. Everything that's possibly negative that could happen, you will see, and you will maybe not see all the positive things, right? But then, if conversely, if you're just thinking positively, these positive things they'll come into your view. You'll notice them, and you'll notice more of them. You think, man, so many positive things have happened today. But the reality is, these things that have happened anyway you just noticed them man so yeah this happened and it's like i was walking along and some old bloke like dropped his walking stick and it's like oh you know run over pick it up for him and they're like thank you i'm like ticking that one off <laughs> and just all these things all these things just get you know what i mean it's like i'd go into you know the ice cream place and say how much is an ice cream let's say it's 10 whatever i'd say yeah cool well i'll i'll give you the 10 and the next person that comes in for one theirs is on me you know because the thing about it is it's nice to not be seen doing the good thing you know what i mean it's like do something good and then you don't get the thanks for it because you're not that's not why you're doing it so i don't know maybe you guys could uh bring this uh, i really like it so yeah try this try this out guys i think you really enjoy it and it kind of the day after and then the next day and then the next week you're still in that mind frame you know and you carry that along with you i don't know what you'd have to do to carry it along with you for the for the rest of the year maybe do it periodically but anyway what was my point? Dubrovnik. Nice. There you go. <laughs> from there, from there I went. Did I go straight to Albania? I think I did because, look, I don't want to be, I don't want to be in the north, in Norway and, you know, Sweden. 
when it's cold. We know this. We know I don't like the cold. So, so I'm kind of hurrying up a bit, you know, going through these countries and I'm, I'm kind of hurrying up because I don't want to be there in the cold. So I've got to get there. I've got to get there. So I went, I think I went straight to Albania, right? Straight to Albania, a place I also can't pronounce. It's like S H. I don't even know how to spell it now. It's like Škoda or Škodre or something like that, right? I think that might be it. I don't know. Let me know. <laughs> Let me know, Albanians. In fact, in Albania, I learned that they don't, they're, they're um, oh, what is it? It's like ship is their, uh, is their language. Ship, I think it's called. But yeah, anyway. So I was in Albania and uh, Albania is cool, man. I, uh, I was talking to someone and they said that Albania kind of means eagle, or something and it's like their their flag is the coolest flag ever it's like a it's a red flag with this kind of black uh I, I think it's an eagle well that would make sense it's an eagle with two heads and it's like to signify strength and something to do with communism i think it's like overpowering communism or something like i don't know but yeah so it's like the coolest flag and it's i don't know it was a cool place man it was one of those places and it i don't know it's weird it always seems to happen where the places where everything is super cheap compared to, you know, uh, kind of England, US, where everything is super cheap, the people are super nice. Don't you find this always happens? You know, you go somewhere and everything is super cheap and people don't have a lot of money. Everyone seems to be super nice. Why is that? Why is that? I would, I would guess, hmm, I don't know, maybe I'm going out on a limb here, but maybe there's not... Maybe there's not as much, especially in the, in the smaller places, maybe there's not as much of a drive, of a financial drive, you know? Like I've, I've seen this a lot in, say, like Indonesia, right? You go down the little back alleyways. And uh, I remember actually I went down a back alleyway in, uh, somewhere in Indonesia and looked into a house and there's this big, this big mat on the floor and there's all this in, entire family just sitting around it and they're like they're passing each other food and everyone's just laughing and I'm like, man, they are so happy. They're like the happiest people I've ever seen. But they were, well, uh, what's the word? Kind of uh, compared, there you go, compared to like, you know, UK, US, Australia, they're not very wealthy, right? We can agree. But they were so happy. They were so happy. I mean, obviously the answer is, money doesn't or yeah money doesn't buy happiness it's a that's also a strange one because hmm, i think i've heard that oh no no, it's the root of all evil money is the root of all evil i don't think it's true i like and people have been talking about this a lot it's the love of money is the root of all evil people say so maybe that has something to do with it i don't know (laughs) i'm just thinking of stuff so yeah albania and then Yesterday, I think it was, I went from Albania through, where did I go through? Ah, tell you what I've missed out. Man, tell you what I've missed out. Coming from Croatia to Albania, I went through Montenegro. Very nice. But then Bosnia, man, I don't know whether you guys saw my Instagram uh, stories. Bosnia is so nice. So nice. It's like if you say to someone in England, man, I'm going to Bosnia. All they've heard of Bosnia is, I don't know, something to do with war. I don't really, like, I don't think I'd heard anything (laughs) about Bosnia before going there. But uh, I don't know, something to do with war and Americans or uh, something like that. And so it's like, oh, it's one of those places, you know, like, oh, I, I wouldn't go to Serbia. I wouldn't go to, you know, I don't know, other places that people say Palestine, you know, but it's like, it's amazing. It's, it's another one of those places where everyone is so nice. Why is that? Why is that? There's, there's some correlation there somewhere, man. And oh man, just the mountains and the roads and ah, oh, all the, the Balkans, the, this is this area I'm in, the Balkans, it, 
the the writing is unbelievable. Absolutely the best writing that that I've been on on this journey. And the nicest people, I would probably say. The nicest people, man. <sighs> yeah, I like this place. I really like this place. So yeah, yesterday I went from Albania. I stayed over there a couple of days and I went through Kosovo. Yes, I did. I went through Kosovo and I only went through there because like I said, I'm trying to make up a little bit of time. So I went through Kosovo. And if you're riding on a bike in uh, in Europe, then when you go into certain countries that maybe aren't in the EU or other things like this, you have to get what's called a green card. Not like a US green card, but it's like for the bike. It's like insurance, like third party insurance. And so <laughs> going into, I think it was going into, not Montenegro, maybe Bosnia, going into one of the countries, I pulled up and the guy was looking at the bike, you know, he was looking at the bike and uh, we were t- he was like, oh, you need, you need to buy this insurance. I was like, oh, do I? <laughs> I'm just going through, mate, you know, don't worry about it. And then he was still looking at the bike. I was like, oh, you like Harleys, do you? He was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was, we were talking about Harleys and stuff. And he was like, go on, man. You don't need the insurance. You'll be fine. I was like, yes. <laughs> so many times the Harley saves the day, man. But then, of course, going into Macedonia, <laughs> I came in and he's like, yeah, you need the insurance. I was like, oh, hey, man. He's like, no, you need the insurance. <laughs> Doesn't always work. And so I went to the insurance place to buy it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, so I'm going to be here like one day. So how much is that? And he's like, well, you have to get minimum 15 days and it's 50 euros. I was like, what? And he was like, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> Nothing he could do. So I had to, you know, it's kind of swings and roundabouts, you know. So then now I'm in Macedonia. Now I'm in Macedonia. And it's, uh, I haven't had a kind of feeling out process of it yet, but it looks, it looks like the rest of the Balkan places I've been to very, very nice. And the people are so cool. So I'm loving it. So that is where I am now. And that's where I've been, man. <laughs> Today's episode is a Q&A episode because I've got a lot of cues and I feel like I should A them, right? So, <laughs> so let me get my little notes here. I think I've taken, taken pictures of all the questions. We might get some come through as I'm doing this as well, so we'll see. Right, these are in no particular order and there's quite a few, so we'll see how we go. We'll see how we go. How are you guys doing, by the way? Did you like the new intro? It's, well, new old intro that was uh, from back in the day. I thought I'd bring it back. I missed it. I missed it. And this other one, the old one was, oh, the old one, the one from the last episode. It's kind of somber, you know? It's, I don't know, you know, I like this one. It's upbeat. It's upbeat. And I recorded it so, and wrote it. It's kind of nice. Anyway. <laughs> right. First question. This is from Bailey and 2223. <laughs> She says, hey, Hayden, thanks for the follow. Oh, I didn't. Oh, cool. Awesome. Yeah, I've been following a couple of people, just like people that, I don't know, like, I feel like I want to get more ingrained in what you guys are doing. You know what I mean? It's like, I want to follow other travelers and because this is what we do, man. Like, in fact, maybe it's the reason you're listening to me now. How do we get inspiration for travel? Well, surely when someone's done something, we go, hey, man, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll do that. Or maybe I'll do something like that and go there. And you can ask them, what's this place like? And you know what I mean? So I've been following travelers on Instagram. This is, I've been following travelers and seeing, seeing what people are up to. Because I need some ideas, man. I want to know where to go and what to do and what's good, you know? So I've been following some people. She says, love listening to your podcast. And when I can, catch the live stream. Oh, man, I'm interrupting this question so much. But live stream was fun. Live stream was fun. I've been doing that on uh, on Instagram, but I feel like it kind of, I feel like it kind of puts me off a little bit. You know, I mean, I get distracted. I'm doing it right now. I get distracted very often, and 
I don't know, if questions come in, I get instantly distracted. And it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a consistent distraction just having a phone just set up there with my stupid face looking back at me. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. I kind of enjoy just talking into a microphone and walking around, you know? Hey, this is weird. I'm holding my phone, right? And it says that it's charging. It's not plugged into anything. That's not good. <laughs> I, I wonder whether that's... Uh, Mm. Yeah, the other day uh, I had my phone on the bike, but I didn't strap it on. And so uh, so it fell <laughs> onto the road. <laughs> so I wonder whether that's to do with that. Anyway, she says, your pictures have been beautiful. Thank you very much. If you want to follow me, by the way, at Backpack Digital. How's Gloria holding up? Gloria is holding up fantastically. She's, man, she's amazing. She's amazing. She, there's been there's been no problems whatsoever. It sounds like I'm jinxing it, but it doesn't matter because nothing's going to happen. There's been no problems whatsoever, man. Whatsoever. I mean, we had a puncher in the back tire, fixed that within five minutes, and it's like, yeah, perfect, absolutely perfect. She's due for a five thousand mile service soon, so we'll see how that goes. Get that done. Find a garage somewhere and uh, get my tools out. But yeah, really good, man. Really good. Thank you. Needs a clean. Always needs a clean. But <laughs> There you go. Thank you for your question. This one is from a friend of the show, Stanley underscore Stalker. This is the guy. This is the guy. He says, now nah, then, Lee, <laughs> I'm after a bit of advice. I plan I'm planning my rides to France, Belgium, Germany, Netherlands, and got to thinking about everything that could go wrong with the bike. Oh, this totally works with the last question. Uh, France, Belgium, Germany, Netherlands. That's interesting. I'll be doing that journey, but maybe the other way around, like... Maybe September, October. So we'll see if you're there. Thinking about all the things that could go wrong with the bike. I'll be taking, I, I'm pretty sure you're a Harley rider as well. Yeah, you definitely are. I'll, uh, I'll be taking a handful of tools that I think I could need at some point. Now you can look up, I mean, obviously you know what you're doing when it comes to tools, but like, I don't know, it's more, it's more of a case of kind of thinking, well, exactly what you're doing. What could go wrong? What tools will I need? And you only need a little tool bag on the front forks, front forks, on the forks, something like that, you know? So yeah, you're right in thinking that. I'm now thinking, this is what Stanley says, I'm now thinking about punctures. So interesting how I was just talking about this. Would you recommend taking tire levers, spare tubes, and a pump, or one of them compressed gunk canisters that fixes, in uh, inverted commas, the puncher? FYI, my tires are tubed. Looks and sounds like you're having a blast, man. So... Tubed tires. This is not travel talk. I'll do this quickly then. Tube tires, they're kind of more of a hassle in my opinion. You know, tubeless is a five minute job. But tubed, I, my my front uh, tire is tubed because it's a spoked wheel. And so that one, luckily, I haven't had any, things, any punches in. But I do have a can of the old gunk. I bought it in France. And so what I would say is if you've got the space... I do have a pump myself, actually, so I would recommend a pump. And if you have the space, I mean, it's not much more after you've got the pump in there. Spare tubes, they don't take up much, you know, much space. And then the uh, the levers as well. Yeah, I'd take them. I'd take them, especially because you get to feel like a real man if you fix it on the side of the road, you know. But then you've also got to think about taking the back wheel off. How long is that? You know, it's things like this. I mean, are they both, both spoked? But anyway, so yeah, I'd probably take them. But if you haven't got the space... Then you could just, you know, whack that, uh, whack that gunk in it and then just get yourself to a place and then, then sort it out there. Either way works. It depends really on space. So there you go. I don't want to talk too much about motorcycles because this is a, is a travel podcast. <laughs> but then again, all you guys travel with motorbike. It's the, 
100% the best way to travel. 100%. Right, next question. <laughs> this question is from Connor Laws. He says, Hey, I just listened to your How Can I Afford podcast from a whilst ago. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was an interesting one. If you haven't listened to that one, guys, that's... I think it was a look at the old finances, it was called. And that was, it was literally, how can I afford to, to do this trip? How can I afford to travel? That's the most common question that you know, any traveler gets. How can you afford to travel? That's the question. So go back and listen to that. It's, uh, it was good. There was a little bit of a rant in there as well about the man. So <laughs> Connor says, I'm also striving for location independence. I wanted to ask if you had any anxiety about leaving and motivating yourself to get your head down for an amount of time each week. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'll finish the question first. I work in a highly stressful music industry and I'm thinking about going to a city for a week outside of the UK to prove I can do the work away from London. Sorry, total rant there. Hope all is well, Connor. Man, yes. Firstly, that is a fantastic idea of doing a kind of a, it's like a trial run, you know? I mean, you can do this with any type of travel. If you're new to travel, you can do a travel trial run, you know? Just find out if you, you know, if you want to go camping, find out a place an hour from your home and go camping there for the weekend, you know? I'm sure you've all been camping. But if you want to go traveling, you've never been traveling before, then go to a city that's three hours away. Get on a plane and go to a city three hours away. Get an Airbnb, you know? Do the things like you would if you were in Montenegro, but you're actually just down the road, you know? For three hours or so. So, Trial run is a fantastic idea. Go out there and get all your work done. And well, be cognizant of the fact that you know that you're there for a trial run. And you know what I mean? And so you know that you will get the work done because that's kind of where your brain's at. So I would recommend I would recommend going somewhere where you want to travel to as well. You know, if you're in London, you know, go out to South, well, Southampton, you know, but go out to, I don't know, where's, where's nice in the South of England? I'm a Midlander, you see, so, you know. I'd recommend, you know, go to, what's that place called? Where they all surf? Not Yarmouth, that's the other side. Begins in a, New key. There you go. Go to New Key. And like, if you're a surfer, that's cool. But like, spend time there and do the stuff that you do whilst traveling. Go out and meet people, you know, go out in the evening. And because that's what, that's what ruins it, man. That's what ruins the plans. Oh, I'll work on Saturday. And then you meet someone Saturday morning, you spend the day with them. Oh, no, I didn't work. I'll do it tomorrow. Then you meet someone again. You know, so these are the things that happen. So I'd recommend treating your trial run like, not like a trial run, but kind of like you're traveling already, you know? So I'd recommend that. But what was the question? I wanted to ask if you had any anxiety about leaving and motivating yourself to get your head down for an amount of time each week. Yes, that is... I didn't have anxiety about it, but like, that's, that's only because I go into things without thinking of the consequences. But um, yeah, it is a little tough some weeks because of what I said. It's like you you know that... Or I know that every Sunday or every Monday I will work, you know? But then Monday rolls around... And I meet someone and then we want to hang out all day, you know? These things happen, then you think, oh, I'll do it Tuesday. And you know what I mean? So what I would recommend is, if at all possible, get more than a week ahead. I mean, this is why sometimes I'm late with the podcast because I don't want to do this a week ahead, you know? I, I, like everything with my work is a week ahead. The podcast is not because I like it to be current. You're, you're listening to me now. If you're listening to this as it came out, I recorded this like an hour ago, you know? So it's like, that's how current I want it to be. So, hmm... Yeah, sometimes it is tricky working on the road, this whole digital nomad thing. It is tricky when you're in like the best place you've ever been to go, oh, okay, I'll just go into this kind of lounge room and sit at this table and work for eight hours. You know what I mean? It is kind of difficult. But I was, I was kind of thinking about doing every morning a little bit, 
you know, something like that. But that's not it's not a nice way to start your day, I don't think. So, but yeah, it is tough. But that's where it, that's where discipline comes in because it's nice traveling and it's nice traveling all the time and it's nice doing what you want and all of these things. But you do need discipline, even with freedom. You do need discipline. You know, it's it's. I think through discipline, this is an interesting one. This has probably been said by someone before. Through discipline comes freedom. That's definitely been said by someone before. I can't remember who. But I think through discipline comes freedom. If that means building a business, if that means becoming a freelancer, that you need discipline to even to even start that, you know? And then when you're on the road and you're doing this thing and you're earning the money, you still need the discipline to do it. It's very easy to go, I'll do my work tomorrow because we're all going out for a drink, you know? It's very easy to do that. It's very difficult to say, sorry, guys. I've got to stay in and work tonight. You know, I've got a deadline to do. You got to keep to your own deadlines. So yes, a little difficult, but I would say that the the positives outweigh those negatives by quite a large amount. So, but that's cool, man. That you're uh, getting into location independence. That's really cool. I'd also recommend. I don't know whether they still do the podcast anymore, but Justin and Travis from Zero to Travel and Extra Pack O Peanuts. I think he actually says of not O, but it's cool over there. Uh, they did a podcast called Location Indie. I-N-D-I-E. I don't know whether they still do it or whether it's a one-time thing, but pretty interesting, man. I'd recommend checking it out. Some good advice. They know what they're talking about, you know. All right, this one is from <sighs> Lilialicia. <laughs> Lilialicia. Oh, Lily Alicia. Probably. <laughs> Right. <laughs> she says, Hi Hayden, hello. Currently traveling around Southeast Asia, great place to travel, for three months on my first backpacking trip. And that's a great place for a first trip, it really is. Uh, just to say, your podcasts are awesome and uh, awesome on those long bus journeys between destinations. Keep them coming. Hope you're having a great trip, Lily. It probably is Lily Alicia, yeah. Well, thank you very much. That's a... That's an awesome place to travel for your first trip. I, I always recommend that. It's like, it's far enough outside of your comfort zone that that's cool. It's The culture is completely different if you're from, you know, a lot of the places where I know that you guys are from, because I can see. <laughs> then it's far enough out of your, your culture, which is nice. It's cheap, which is great for a first backpacking trip. And there's loads of backpackers there. So it's like you're never alone. Or you can be, but you don't have to be. It's like the perfect destination for a first backpacking trip. So I definitely recommend that for people, especially if you're getting into motorcycling, <laughs> which I recommend you do. You know, if you're in Southeast Asia, you will motorcycle everywhere. And it's great. Right, this next one is from S-T-E-Q-H-I-E. No, I'm not going to try. She says, Hi Hayden, been listening a lot to your podcast recently and I just wanted to thank you for making them. Oh, well, thank you very much. It's fun. It's fun. I appreciate that. Uh, I've booked my first solo trip for this summer and with that approaching, uh, I'm starting to get a bit nervous and doubting myself. Oh no. <laughs> and your podcasts are not only inspirational in that regard, but you also talked about how you apparently went from anxiety disorder to literally avoiding comfort. Yes, you're right. She continues to say, I've worked in a psychiatric, hos psychiatric hospital for a while and saw people dealing with stuff like that, which is why that is so mind-blowing to me. Interesting. So I just wanted to let you know that I really appreciate the effort and honesty behind those podcasts a lot. They help me stay super excited for my trip. And my actually, my battery is about to run out on my laptop, so bear with me while I just plug it in. I'll be back in a second. 
Right, there we go. Yeah, so anxiety. For those that don't know my my story, <laughs> like I'm on Richard and Judy, this is my story. I went from this to this. It was a terrible time for me, but now I've come through to the side. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, my story by Hayden Lee, age 29. <laughs> when I was, how old was I? Maybe 18, something like that. I uh, I kind of developed this kind of anxiety disorder, right? Some say it's it's always there and it just arises, you know. But it's like, so what happened was, it was like a panic disorder, right? And so disorder, you know. But um, I'm not lessening panic disorders, by the way. It's just, I, it, that's an English thing. It's like, you don't want to make it sound like you had it so bad. You know what I mean? Because like, obviously I didn't have it very bad at all. I still had, you know, I still had a roof over my head and whatnot. So yeah, so I had this disorder where... Uh, I would kind of wake up in the morning and instantly be kind of on the verge of a panic attack, right? I don't know whether you guys have had them before, but horrible, right? <laughs> in a word. <laughs> so it's like, i tell you what it's like. You know that feeling of like when you're looking over like a, a, a ledge or something or like you're, you're on the balcony and you're looking over and you're super high up and it's like you, you get that, that kind of weird feeling in your legs. You're like, oh, it's kind of like that. I was like that when I woke up and then I would remain like that on the verge of a panic attack, having a few during the day as well, just to keep things interesting. And then uh, <laughs> until I eventually got to sleep uh, at nighttime and I found it uh, kind of very difficult to kind of leave a room. And like when I hear these things, I feel this, I, I think the same thing that maybe you're thinking now, of, come on, man, yeah, of course you could leave the room, it's in your head, all this stuff. But <laughs> so I know, I know what you're thinking, <laughs> you know what I mean? But when you're in the position, it's something very difficult, something very different rather. And so, yeah, so I had that. And then I went to the doctor and this was in Wales, so when I was living in Wales. And they said, yeah, you'd be, I just take these things, diazepam they were. They said, take these things. I was like, all right. So I went home. I didn't take the things, obviously, because, you know, you don't just take something to kind of mask the symptoms, do you? You know what I mean? So I didn't take them. And then... uh and then I just kind of worked through it. I read everything. I read everything. If you guys want to know, if you guys are in this position, because maybe this is not very interesting for people that you know don't know what I'm talking about. But if you're in this position, and you have you know things to do with anxiety, then let me know. Talk to me. Like I said, Instagram backpack digital or my phone number. I'm sure I've given out before. Uh, plus forty four seven seven four five eight eight nine four seven two. Uh, so let me know, and yeah, I can talk to you about it. But yeah, basically, kind of got over that over uh, kind of over a few years and it's still, you never really get over it. You know, you never really get over it. When I'm, if I have a coffee, right? Cause I'm really susceptible to caffeine. <laughs> if I have a coffee and I'm riding the bike for a few hours and I'm kind of on the highway and you know, you're going 80, but your body is staying completely still and it's weird. Like <laughs> the body finds that weird, especially when you're full of caffeine and like, you know, really energetic, but you can't really move. You know, it's so then I kind of, you know, freak out a little bit and have to stop and kind of have a cigarette and chill, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so you never really get rid of it, but you kind of handle it, you know. And so, yeah, no, you're right though. So nowadays I, I kind of crave, how did you put it? That was really nice actually. Where was it? Uh, um, avoiding comfort. Yes, that's a, that's a very good way of doing it. Avoiding, avoiding, com a good way of putting it rather. Avoiding comfort is what I do now, and maybe it's for maybe it's for similar reasons, because uh, I don't know. Maybe it was because I felt like I couldn't do things like like lifts, elevators. 
out of the question. And there was a, there was a point where uh, trains, I would instantly freak out on trains, uh, planes, definitely not. Uh, even cars, even cars, man, you know, and like taxis. It was like, as soon as I get in there, it's like, oh no, I can't get out and then freak out, you know, not freak out, like shout and stuff. It's just inside. It's all etern- eternal, internal, <laughs> hopefully not eternal. It's all internal, you know, it's like the, this, I don't know. But uh, yeah, so, so now it's like, well, I can do all these things. And so I want to, I don't want to be, I don't want to be doing stuff that's just comfortable, stuff that's just normal, stuff that's just me sitting around doing things. You know what I mean? I want to do these things that are exciting. I want to do these, I want to, man, I can't even talk. I want to talk is what I want to do. I want to do these things that, that have the potential for negative consequences. I like that because I think that maybe anything worth doing has the potential for negative consequences. And maybe you could argue that the higher the potential negative consequences, the higher the hmm, payoff, maybe. That kind of works. And if you think of gambling, the higher negative consequences, the higher the potential payoff. There you go, the potential payoff. But I don't know, like riding a motorcycle in itself, very high negative consequence potential, right? But I wouldn't have it any other way, man. You know, it's so much better than a car. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think that's, I, that's just the way to live for me. I think that's, for me, <laughs> that's a classic American thing, Bill Burr said. I just think for me that <laughs> it's, uh, it's just more fun, man. What are we here for, you know? Could you, you could kind of almost definitely just hear me kind of lean back then. <laughs> what are we here for, man? It's, I, I say this a lot, man. What are we here for? We're here maybe to make the world a little bit better place by the time we've been on it. Maybe when we leave, the world won't be worse. It'll be a little bit better. You know, maybe some people's lives will be better. That's cool. You know, all that stuff is great. But also, I think we're here to enjoy it. I'm, I'm kind of... I wouldn't say atheist because I think it's, it's uh, what's the word? I think it's foolish to be atheist because it's like, it's weird because <laughs> we're getting into religion now, but <laughs> it's like people that say they're atheist and, you know, if you, if you say that, that's cool. I don't care. But um, I don't know. It's, it, they say, man, make a point. <laughs> it's like they say, well, I think it's foolish to believe in God because there's no, there's no, what's it called? Uh, proof for it and stuff. But it's like, there's no, <laughs> it's like, there's no proof the other way either. Like you can't be sure of either one. So surely the only way to be, in my opinion, is to be agnostic. Surely, right? What was my point? Yeah. So my point is agnostic, but with atheistic leanings. So I think that that this is our one time. I think that this is that is this is not our dress rehearsal. I think the curtains have gone up, and we're now doing our thing. We're now acting out our lives, and this is our one time. And if any of you have ever been on stage before, in bands or in the theatre or anything in life, and then you or I don't know whatever it could be, you meet someone, and then you have like a romantic uh, evening. You go out to eat and stuff like that, and then you leave at the end and you think, man, I should have leaned in, you know, I should have leaned in. Then I think we don't get that, you know, it's like at the end of our life, we don't, I don't, in my opinion, I don't think we get that time of, I should have leaned in. I just think there's just no leaning in and you don't, you don't have the benefits of leaning in. (laughs) I hope you guys know what I mean by leaning in, right? You know what I mean? It's like, if there, if there is an afterlife, there's going to be a lot of people there going, man, why didn't I do that? You know, <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of regret there. And so 
I don't want that. If there isn't, either way, if there is an afterlife, I don't want to have any regret in it. And if there isn't, well, I won't even know, but you know. And so in this life, I want to lean in, man. I'm, you know, we're all at that dinner. We're at that romantic dinner. And it's, I think we're eternally living at that point of when you're standing there and you're on the doorstep and they're just about to go in the house and you're saying your goodbyes and you're thinking, man, just do it. Just do it in your head. Just lean in. Come on. This is your one chance. We're consistently at that point. We're consistently at that point where you're on the doorstep. This is your chance. It's not when you're 60. It's not when you're 18. It's both. It's now. We're at that point where we should be leaning into life. You know what I mean? And maybe, yes, maybe you're still at the romantic dinner. You're still putting in the hours at work so that you can lean in afterwards. You know what I mean? You're, you know, throwing a few compliments about you're making it known that you're a bit interested. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's the equivalent. I'm talking all in analogy here. That's the equivalent of working, saving money, getting your ducks in a row so that you can go out and travel if that is the thing you want to do so that you can do what you want to do in life. You're at that dinner. You're planting the seed, man. And then as soon as that time comes, Man, I hope that you'll lean in. Okay, next question. This is from SJS Armstrong. He slash she slash they say, Hey man, just wanted to say I love the show. Well, thank you very much. Binged, 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 binged on. Binged a whole bunch uh, on the boat from, oh, no way, from Tabatinga to Manaus. <laughs> Kept me sane to hear someone speaking English. Tell me about it. Yeah, like going around here, it's like when I, when I, in fact, I saw someone that was English. Where was that? I can't remember where it was, but I saw someone that, that was English the other day. I was like, hey, man. <laughs> and they're like, you're right. <laughs> I know what you mean. I know what you mean. My Portuguese is pretty shoddy. Ah, Portuguese is easy, man. I'll teach you. I wanted to send in a cue just asking you how you go about traveling in a country that's not super common to travel in. Great question. I normally do research online. This is still a question. But some places like Paraguay next just seem like there's barely any info out there. Any tips for finding stuff to see slash do? Sorry for the long queue. I'm bad at brevity. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? 40 minutes. <laughs> Aren't we all? Então, de verdade, fala comigo. Eu vou te ensinar. And to the question, uh, let's see. So, this journey, I'm saying so a lot. I always do that. You guys know. So, this journey, I almost did it again. I'm going through these countries that people don't travel a lot in, in which people don't travel a lot. There we go. And what I've tended to do is as soon as you get to the first place, and it doesn't matter where this place is, right? You could just look on a map and if you like cities or if it's kind of, yeah, if you like cities, you can just go to wherever the first place is, right? If you're, if you're entering Paraguay from the north, if you're entering Kosovo from the west, just find that first place that you want to stay at and go there. And what you do when you're there is you talk to people. That is 100% the best thing to do. Because think about where you're from, man. Think about the town that you're from, right? Let's put it down to a town and not a country, right? If people researched about the town that you live, right? say you live in, hmm, I don't know, say you, say you live in Rio, right? Because you, you're in Brazil, I would imagine. Uh, so say you live in Rio and 
uh, and people are coming into Rio and they've researched, where should I go? What should I do? And so they go see Cristo, Redentor, they go see, you know, Pancho Azuca, they go to all the, all the things that is written down that they should go and see. And then they, they go to those places, they take the selfies and then they go, I was in Rio. They go to Copacabana Beach and they go, this is where I was. I had the trip of a lifetime and hats off to them. Probably, maybe they did. They also had the same trip as a lot of people, right? So, <laughs> but if you're in Rio and say you live there, right? Then someone comes to ask you, hey man, what should I do here? So we're putting it just to, just to city at the moment. What should I do here? Then they're likely not to say, hey, go to Cristo Redentor. They're not likely not to say, go Copacabana Beach. They're likely to say, man, there's this little bit on this beach, you know? If you just go down all the way to the all the way to the east, east side of the beach, and then go round the rocks, there's this little bit that not a lot of people know. You can hang out there. There's like you can swim there and there's, there's no one there. You can just have a beer at night and it's oh, you can see the moonlight at night. Those things you will not read about. You will not read about those things. And I'm I'm serious, man. Think about your city right now. Think about your town. What's written down that people should go see there, you know? Is it the factory? <laughs> I don't know. But is it the kind of monument in the center of the town? Is that what's written down? Is that what you would tell them to go do, right? This is the same in countries, man. Go to the first place on the map you can see, go there and ask people. Maybe they will say, go see, you know, this thing that's written down. Maybe they won't. That is what I would recommend. That is always what I would recommend. I would also say that in a place where people don't, tra where people do travel a lot as well, I'd say that for every place that you go, just talk to the people, man, and uh, and see what happens. Because you have the added benefit of as soon as you start talking to a person, that's when these these kind of these opportunities open up. They say, "Oh man, you should go to this place." Actually, me and and my friend and his friend, we're all going there tomorrow. You can come with us. This is where these opportunities open up, you know? So as much as you can, talk to people and find out from the people that live there, what should you go and do, right? And also other travelers while they're there because they've gone to see Cristo Hedentor. They say, it's okay seeing, a, you, know, you know, Jesus with his arms out and that's pretty cool. You get a good selfie in that. But the real thing was this place, you know? So talk to other travelers, talk to people. That is 100% the thing to do. Thank you for your question. <laughs> this next question is from... Oh, jeez. This next question is from PXVXNXX. That's got a good rhythm to it. She slash he slash they say, Hey man, I've been listening to your podcast. When are you next in the UK? I am next in the UK, I think. See, I've been getting a lot of questions about where are you going to be at this time, where are you going to be at that time, you know? And it's tough, man. I, I can never say, but like, I'm feeling like I'm going to be ending this journey in October. Because like I said, I don't want to be cold in the north. And so that's, you know what I mean? And so I kind of be going, you know, I'll be going there in September, something like that. And then October, we're thinking Germany and then, and then back up, you know, so maybe October. And also October 16th is when I started the journey. So a nice 365 days would be kind of cool. So I'll be back in October. My plan when I'm back, as you, as you know, if you listen to some of the last episodes, is I like to do projects, right? This is how I like to live my life, in projects. Because like I said, I'm trying to lean in as much as possible, man. And so what I'm doing is these projects, stuff that has a beginning, middle and end. This, what I'm doing right now is a project. It's kind of fun, you know? It gives you, it gives you a, not a meaning to your life, but a meaning to this part of your life. And if you can have a meaning to every part of your life, surely that's giving you a meaning of life. <laughs> Right, so <laughs> so I'm doing these projects, and so when I get back in October until January, what I will be doing is, firstly, I'll be 
writing and recording a concept album with the old singer of my old band pete we're doing a concept album it's kind of 80s kind of vibe you know and it's about the the end of the world so <laughs> so i'm doing that because <laughs> it's a project man and then um i don't know maybe i'll take my flying license flying license uh pilot's uh test i don't know what it's called i should probably learn what it's called before i do it i should take my flying lessons and take my test then or maybe when i come back because in january i'm going to brazil and doing project jack nicholson and i go and get real big like <laughs> it's a project man and then um <laughs> and then after that i don't know we'll see but yes yeah, so it'll be october to January and I've got all the time in the world it doesn't take a lot of time to record a concept album so let me know let me know what you got in mind I'm I'm free I'm free okay so next message <laughs> how long we go? we've been going 46 46 minutes this message this message jeez this message came through on WhatsApp right uh, who is this from I should read the name first Lucy Lucy. I've always liked the name Lucy. She says, Hello, Hayden. Hello. Only a message to say thanks for your interesting podcasts. Well, thank you very much. It's fun to do them. I'm glad you listen. I'm quite new in your series about travel, but I can say that every single day I have to listen to you. <laughs> and it's so nice. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. I'll continue to do them if you continue to listen. That's fantastic. I also uh, I enjoy a lot... Uh, I enjoy a lot your stories and the way you speak and laugh as well. Well, thank you. That's 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 nice of you to say. I enjoyed the podcast about your mum's 60th birthday. That was fun. Actually, I like all the ones that I have listened to in the last two weeks. Well, aren't you full of compliments? <laughs> thank you very much. That's very kind of you. I like the way that you explain the journey because it's not only about places, cities, or culture. It's also about people, feelings, thoughts, advice, and your point of view. Yes, man. That's what I think it should be because, like I said before, you can read. You can read about cities or places or things like that or towns you can read about that stuff this isn't about hey when you're here go to there it's nice it's more about hey kind of when i was there i saw this thing and it made me think that and that made me think of this other thing i don't know i kind of i like to just i like to just grab this mic and then talk about what i'm thinking about i find that that's i don't know maybe you guys find it interesting maybe not <laughs> but it's kind of i don't know it's fun and it's to me that's more interesting to me there's better things to to think about and to and to listen to you know it's like i always think about that it's like what are you what are you thinking about with your time what are you doing with your time like it's like when i think about when i think about people having arguments i was in fact i was saying about this the other day right when people are having arguments you know how this is kind of the life cycle of an argument you know maybe you'll get in a big heated argument and it'll last a little while. And then maybe you'll get the silent treatment for a day or two. And then I don't know how your arguments work. But, you know, and then you'll have all this. And then after however long it is, you'll have that moment of, sorry about that. I was being a bit of a, yeah, I was too. Yeah, we cool? Yeah, we're cool. Yeah. Oh, have you seen this thing, by the way? I, was, I wanted to tell you about it, but we were, we were being, you know, silent with each other. But yeah, this is so funny. That moment, I, it's difficult for some people, but I skipped to that because... What is the point, man? What is the point in living your life in that in that nether zone? Yeah, arguments are kind of fun sometimes. But afterwards, 
Like, <laughs> I've always had this as well. My dad used to find it infuriating because we'd have an argument or something, you know, because I was a punk rocker back then. And it, you, it's nice to rebel against your parents, even if it's hard to rebel against your parents because they're so cool. But it's like, <laughs> my dad would find it infuriating because we'd have an argument. And then five minutes later, I'd like, you know, come downstairs or something like that and like be making a tea or whatever. Or, and, oh, do you want one? <laughs> you know, it's like I, instantly the argument's over. So it's like, let's go back to being cool. My point is, I don't have time in my life. I do not have time for these, I don't know, these kind of lesser things, these lesser things, you know, these kind of, this bit after the argument where it's like, you know, you kind of have to do it and you feel like you should do all these things or just boring conversations, (laughs) you know? And I mean, admittedly, a lot of the time it's me doing the boring conversation, but it's like, I don't have time for this stuff, man. And it's not like in my day, it's not like I have to get somewhere. It's just in my life. The the minutes are counting down, man. I'm sure I go on about this every single time, but it's, it's what I think about. The minutes are counting down. It's Thursday already. I remember it was Monday a second ago, you know? And so why would I spend my Thursday doing the, you know what I mean? Doing not what I want to do. Well, yeah, you can do things you don't want to do because it's, it's getting you on the way to doing stuff you do want to do. I, I understand that, but... Why would I waste my time with this? Why should you waste your time with this? You know, this is time. Think about time, man. You don't want to waste it. Right. I don't even remember what I was answering there. (laughs) She continues to say, hope you're fine and please keep your style and share with us your experiences and music. Thanks for the opportunities to say this to you. That's kind. Take care and have fun. Lucy. I am fine. Thank you very much. And uh, I think I will keep my style. Thank you very much. It's, it's, I like that people appreciate it. <laughs> you know, To me, it's more interesting. If I listen to podcasts, it is just people talking into a microphone and just thinking of things on the spot because then who are you talking to or who are you listening to if you're listening to someone talk of a script or if you're listening to someone doing the same interview that you've heard a few times before and they say the same things? What are, who are you listening to? It cross well. What's the word I'm trying to say here? Reference that cross reference. Maybe that's what I was going for with someone that's just talking to a microphone. You're hearing the real person. You're hearing when they accidentally try to go to say you, but then change it mid sentence and then try and say your, and then they say your, which is what just happened. You're hearing this realness, man. That I think life is about realness, and this is what you're hearing now. You're hearing the mistakes. You're hearing. My, my vocal tics, you know, you're hearing all the things that I say wrong. You're hearing the things that I pronounce wrong. You're hearing from the real me. You're not hearing from the edited me. And to be honest, I don't want to push this too much because then I'll be out of a job. But, <laughs> but you're hearing from the real me. And if, if you don't want to hear from the real me, who do you want to hear from, you know? So I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. Sorry, I had a coffee. I'm going off on a couple of tangents. Right, this one's going to be our last one. And this, was an, this one is an interesting one. This one is a very interesting one. At least I think so. Because I just read the first line and I already know it's going to be interesting. This is from, I won't, in fact, there is no uh, name. Uh, this bloke says, Hi, I am looking for relationship advice. Interesting. Well, you've come to the wrong place. <laughs> I taught English in Chile for a year. I broke up in a bad way with a girlfriend down there to come home back to the U.S., Now I have a girlfriend here and I'm thinking of teaching in Asia. I told her about my plans to travel when we met. That's a a good thing to do, man. Well, nicely done. But I was having more fun here with her 
and the mountains and a good job. Nice. So I stayed longer than expected. I can see that happening. I can, <laughs> this is, that's actually the reason I was in Albania for two days, you know. It's, <sighs> girls, man, what can you do? <laughs> uh, where was I? Uh, 14 months now. So it is a serious relationship. Yeah, you could say that. Although, <laughs> so many tangents. Although I don't think that time, that duration, has has a, has kind of a, an effect on what is classed a serious relationship. Have you guys ever been in those relationships where you meet and then within two weeks it feels like a relationship you've been in for a year? You know. And conversely, have you been in the, those relationships where you're four years down the line and you think? Man, I mean, it's kind of serious, <laughs> you know. And it's like, who do you feel more for in the in those situations? Yeah, you have that honeymoon period at the start, but I don't know, you know, someone that's been married twenty five years or whatever. But it's like they're kind of just going through the motions. Is that better than you know someone that's that it's three months? How can you tell? I don't know. Yeah, there's some thoughts there. Do with them what you will. So he <laughs> goes on to say. And I feel terrible breaking up to move on. Ah, so the, the plan all along was to break up and, and, uh, and leave and go traveling. Interesting. Right. So, so basically, he met this girl and said, hey, so this isn't going to be very, <laughs> a bit of a gangster move. So I'm not going to be here for a while. I'm, gonna, I'm going traveling. So this is just a temporary thing. In fact, that's, that's actually what I, yeah, that's what I have suggested in the past. And it's not a gangster move. It's, it's an honest move. It's, hey, me and you are compatible. This is nice. I'm enjoying our time together. Let's be in a relationship for this period of time because being in a relationship is fun with the expressed knowledge that I am leaving and this will end. That can be, those, those can be some of the most fulfilling relationships. That's some of the most fulfilling relationships that I've had, man. I think it's great. The one thing, the one thing is when that time changes because when you have, hey, I'm leaving at this point, so it will come to an end, that's black and white. When the time changes and it's like, oh, I'm not leaving this time anymore, that's when it becomes more gray. And when it becomes more gray, it becomes more confusing. When it becomes more confusing, it becomes more difficult. And I think this is the position that we're in with this question. So goes on to say, I feel terrible breaking up to move on like I am leaving brokenhearted. Like I am leaving brokenhearted girls as I see the world. Oh, I see what you're saying. It feels like he's traveling around the world breaking hearts. <laughs> Is this Tommy Lee uh, that's uh, <laughs> messaging me? <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. And I like that you're not that you're not taking the, yeah, going around the world breaking hearts. I like that you're not taking that approach to it because like... You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's kind of, it looks cool to 15-year-old guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then when you when you kind of, I don't know, when you develop a bit more about yourself, you think, yeah, maybe that's not so cool. So it's like, I like that you're thinking, I like that you, I like that you feel bad. That's a weird thing to say. But yeah, you know what I mean? So he goes on to say, I told both girls that I'm not looking to settle down in that in that country neither one considered traveling with me. Okay, so that's, like I said, that's a black and white thing. That's, I wouldn't consider that a bad thing. That's just, it's, it's more difficult for people that, that, haven't, that haven't seen this kind of short-term relationship thing with, it, with an endpoint before. It's more difficult, but I wouldn't consider that a bad thing, right? I think it is not enough to explain that I am, hey, this is him, by the way. I think that, is not, that it is not enough to explain that I am planning to go and I'm not looking for a wife. I don't think it's your job so much to explain it. I think um, I think it's kind of 
that's how the situation is for you and the door is open, you're not forcing them to be in a relationship with you. You know, It's not like you're going into the relationship and things have started already and you go, oh, by the way, I'm going to leave. You know, It's not that. It's being up front at the start and going, hey, I'm going to leave and teach English in this other country in six months, but I really like you. So if you want to be in a relationship until then, that's cool. And then after then, if you want to come travel with me, that's absolutely cool too. But if not, you know what I mean? You're you're opening that door and it's it's up to them. It's absolutely up to them. But as long as you've got that at the start and not in the middle. <laughs> so it goes on to say, a while ago, you made a comparison, where are we? Uh, that a one week trip to a country is like a one night stand. That does sound like something I would say. Uh, I don't know why, but that does sound like something I would say. I don't think my speed of travel allows me to have any romance, even though I feel bad because I am ending relationships. Okay, so what I would say is... Let's see. I don't think my speed of travel allows me to have any romance. I would disagree. I would absolutely disagree. Because I don't think that romance is predicated predicated on how long you're there or how long it is, you know? You can have a five year romance. You can I had a, a I don't know, month long romance in a in a uh, on an island, actually. Um in fact, like it's, it, this sounds it sounds like something, but it's not. I had a, a two-day romance uh, in Albania, right? That's where I was there for two days, right? And that sounds, what's the word? It sounds uh, vulgar, but it's not. It was, it's, you know, completely uh, innocent and romantic. Romance is the key word. Romance is the key word. This, you know, I don't do these one-night stands and stuff like this, you know? So it's like, <laughs> I'm getting honest on this podcast. Would I be any other way? You guys know this by now. But it's like, I don't think there's any there's any time limit on it. You can have you can have a, an evening romance, man. You know, you can have you can meet them in the daytime and then spend the day with them and then take the pictures like like you're in a relationship and then you can go out and have a romantic meal and then you can you can say, "Man, I I'm really enjoying this time with you." It's and the kind of see what I like about it is the the fact that it's ending to me, kind of heightens the romance. There is romance in sadness. Sadness has some of the most romance, right? And this is, uh, someone asked me on the live stream what what this uh, this hardogram uh, necklace that I have means. This is part of it. That sadness, sadness in the romance. If you're there and you're having that candlelit dinner with the girl that you met today or yesterday, right? And then it's like you, you say, you both know that it's going to end and you say, man, I really like you. And you're just open and honest because you know it's going to end. I really like you. I, I wish this didn't have to end end you know and then you've got that longing there and that's so romantic and then you you know take her back to her house and then you're on like i said before you're on that porch where you're in that porch where and you you think man should i lean in and you remember back to when you're 15 or 16 and you're taking a girl back to her to her house and then you go this is my way to lean in you can feel your hands shaking and you go man should i do it should i do it and you can feel yourself missing the opportunity Man, that is romance. So that can happen in the space of a, a day, man. So I don't know what I was answering there. Um, I don't think my speed of travel allows me to have any romance. Of course it does. Of course it does. So that's that. But um, it goes on to say, I feel bad because I'm ending relationships. Yeah, so when we're getting into the longer term, maybe not a, a day, two days a week or something like that. Yeah, but it goes back to what I was saying before. If you, If you have the not ground rules or guidelines or anything like that. But if you both know what's going on at the start, 
it makes it easier. Yes, you do have those times when at the end it's, uh, I don't want you to leave and stuff like that. And if that is twofold, it goes back to what I was saying about the dinner. It goes back to, I don't want you to leave. I don't want to leave either, but I have to. Man, this is straight out of a, straight out of a movie, you know? And yeah, you might, you might be kind of breaking a heart in a sense, but if you're, if you're doing it right, then your heart is kind of breaking too. And when there's two hearts breaking, you know, when there's just one, that's a bad time. And if it does get to that point, there's only her heart breaking at the end and yours is not, then you should have left earlier in my opinion. But if the two hearts are breaking a little bit at the end, I don't know, man. I kind of like that. It sounds weird, but why do all the movies end like that, you know? <laughs> that's romance, man. What's life without romance? What's life without these ups and downs, you know? So that's what I'd say. I hope there's at least a little bit of advice in there for you to do with anything kind of almost related to what you asked. <laughs> so <laughs> this was fun to do, man. I love doing these Q&As. I love your Qs and I hope that I gave you some A's. So this was fun. So I am, like I said, in Macedonia. Next week I will be, let me look at a little map, see where I'm going to be because like I said, I'm trying to gain a bit, a little bit of time here. So I'm going down to Greece and then going across uh, into Turkey, which some people say isn't part of uh, mainland Europe, but I don't want to leave any room for error. You know what I mean? It's like I went to San Marino, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to leave any room for error. Like, hey, you didn't go to this place, you know? So I'm going to, to Turkey, you know? And then where will I be? I might be in Turkey. I might be in Bulgaria, which is a shame because it's not a shame that I'm going to be in Bulgaria, but I'm going to be on the wrong side of Bulgaria because I'm looking at this house, which is kind of in like south, kind of south central Bulgaria. I've been looking at it for ages on the internet. I really want to go see it, but it doesn't make sense to drive through it, you know? So I don't know, maybe I'll just come back. Might be in Romania. We'll see. Depends how far I get. But <laughs> what remains is I will be here. I will be here. Not where I'm sitting. I mean, in your headphones. I will be here. <laughs> right, so if you have any questions, or even if you don't, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Uh, if you have any questions, then follow me on Instagram at Backpack Digital, as in the thing that you wear and not analog. Right? So head on over there. I'll be doing some more pictures and stuff like that. I wanted to do more stories, but my phone, my, my data doesn't work in like all of the Balkans. So as soon as I get into Greece, it'll start working again. So I'll be doing more stories and stuff like that. So, so hit me up on that. If you don't have Instagram, uh, then I'm on WhatsApp because I'm European. Uh, it's plus 44774588 You can just go back and listen to that again if you want. <laughs> and this is nice. This is a lot of fun. I can never end these things. I don't want to end because when I start to... Whenever I meet someone and they start talking to me, I go, by the way, you're going to have to have what they call in the in the industry a hard out. Like I have to have a meeting in 10 minutes, you know, like you got to, so I have to leave because I will not stop talking. I say this all the time, you know. Um, yeah, I want to have some phone calls with you guys as well. Maybe when I'm in Greece, because then we can do it over data and like, you know, it won't cost everyone loads of money. So yeah. There we go. Until next week, this has been fun. And let me know. Oh, I will end this. <laughs> let me know what you guys want to hear about. Let me know what topics you guys want me to talk about. Because like, like you know, I love to talk and I can talk all day. But if there's a topic, it's kind of, I can stay on track a little easier, right? And they don't go an hour and five minutes. Well, no, they, they totally do. I'm going now. Nice to speak to you guys.
Um, oh, here's some new music for you, which is also old music. Do you guys like this new intro and outro? Let me know. I'm going now. Nice to speak to you. Speak to you soon. Take it easy. <laughs>